Perfect. Okay, guys, welcome back to the Happy Happy Podcast. I'm Dara Gibbs, I'm the Ginger Man, and I'm interviewing today Kate Whitfield, who is Olympic athlete for Ireland, of course, in terms of race walking. She's also part of the Ginger family, so a fellow Viking yeah. warrior like myself. <laughs> and um, Kate has an amazing background in terms of sport, mindset, going from highs to lows, you know, in terms of her sporting background, national under 18, race walking champion, and Euro juniors cross-country champion as well, and just loads more as well, which we'll discuss completely. Um, but with the podcast, guys and ladies, whoever is listening, let us know what you think via message, um, a DM, or on Facebook, or wherever you're watching this or listening to this, and let us know what valuable points you're taking from the podcast. Okay, thanks so much for coming on. This is episode two. You're, the, me. Guest. you're probably the, the first and only, or will ever be the only ginger guest I have on, besides myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Gabe, we'll crack into it anyway. So, like, in particular, when I was chatting to you and looking at that article that I was studying before, so that I did the interview with you. Yeah. Like, basically, when you're in school, from what I gather was, you're a bit of a beast in terms of being an athlete with everything mm-hmm. that you're doing, you know, like training camps in Spain, constantly being, breaking your own PBs, week, you know, every time you're doing a new competition, for example. And like, for me, that seems like an absolutely cr- incredible bubble to be in. So like, what kind, like explain the bubble that you were in at that moment in time when you were in school. That's brilliant. It's exactly what it was. It was a bubble. And it was, um, I would have called myself, I suppose, a freak in a way. Yeah. Um, in, in a freak in a way that everything I did um, it was all centered around athletics and I suppose a high performance mindset and everything I did and that kind of chased perfection all the time and I kind of did keep myself nearly out from the, away from the real world a little bit you know mm. um, literally did keep myself in, in that bubble and kind of this was the way it's going to be and had this mindset and had this thought you know that I'm different I want to be different I want to do this and um, yeah, so it, it's hindsight's a great thing, and it's interesting looking back on the way I was. I was very, say, I know what you call a mature for my age, but I suppose different. Yeah. Because my lifestyle for my age, like I remember doing transition year, and for a lot of the year I was away on camp, and I was just, it was all about athletics, and I was yeah. with adults a lot, and I was, um, I suppose, would you say, not doing the, well, whatever normal or whatever the usual yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. is for my age. Um, and then, yeah, and it was kind of, maybe nearly people might say I had sense beyond my years kind of a thing mm. but it's funny I would have thought that would have kept going forever and I was kind of like this is where yeah, I yeah, am yeah. now so I'm progressing 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 always chasing perfection excellence everything I did was measured and um yeah it was all everything was for a goal and it was mm. very intense and um I suppose I thought that's the way it was going to be. Like when I won then World Youths at 17, I thought I was looking at other people who had um, raced at that age and their times and what they were doing now, like they were winning Olympics and stuff. And I was like, that's going to be, you know, me. I'm going to go Mm. here to here to here to here, linear. And it's going to all be, you know, (laughs) and eventually the crack started to appear. So it was like my bubble burst you know yeah and you're brought into the real world I suppose we might call it or whatever yeah mm. so yeah it was um obviously hindsight's great but it was definitely too intense and too maybe um yeah uh too I don't know just I suppose just not real not, not yeah yeah, um, yeah sustainable not sustainable yeah yeah and how like how did 
that perfectionist, you know, freak, as you said there, come about from childhood, like, where you, like yeah. I know, I know, I know your dad, your dad in particular, Matt massive into mm-hmm. run and your marriage and stuff for like that. Is that where you kind of got it from, or like? Yeah, it's interesting. Interest? I think people think you know that people are on about pushy parents and this like but I think mm. I had something in me myself even from a young yeah, age yeah, when yeah. I did start athletics at eight um that about you know about training and I did just get um I suppose even even from a young age I was competitive I think it was you know yeah yeah and and and, and yeah just um wanting to be the best at everything I did kind of now I must say I suppose then running or athletics was normal in in my family when I would see my dad every day going out running, mm. you know. So that obviously does have an influence. Yeah, it's yeah, funny yeah, how yeah. environment. And I see now environment is key. You know, it's what you're around, it's what you see, it's the people you hang out with, mm. and uh, particularly for for children. Like I did sports as I'm a, as my undergrad, and I went back and did primary teaching. So I see with kids how, yeah, it's God, it's what they see. You know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. For yeah. Me, maybe when things are normalized it was normal mm. you know training was kind of it was just became part of my life and everything every day was all geared around okay when was training and everything else then would fall into that kind of you yeah know? yeah yeah um, yeah but I think it was just something in me um I don't know what you'd uh I definitely had just a little a lot of drive from a young age kind of mm. um and probably some people couldn't understand that they were like wow this yeah, for yeah, young yeah, age yeah. to have that kind of, um, I think, you know, then there's the whole debate of nature versus nurture, you know, it's a hard one to, um, I suppose, talk about, I suppose it depends, it's so different for everyone, but yeah. it's definitely something that I just had, and mm. have, that that ended up having me to be the best at what I do, so it was, it was, it was brilliant, but it also uh, can go the other way. Yeah, yeah, of course. Kind of can destroy you, you know, in what way you look at it, or, or depending on what happens. So it's it's kind of yeah, good definitely. or bad, yeah. And what was it like being in school, like around with other kids or the teachers, like like the way like the way you're sounding, like you sound like somebody that is in a high level career, for example, or somebody that kind of in business, or you know, a high level like you are a high level level athlete. But obviously, say for a 14, 15, 16 year old, sixteen year old yeah. student, they'd be like, "What the fuck is this person doing?" Now, obviously, for them, that's just their way of thinking. Like, but like, where the kids or teenagers or teachers like treat you differently, like in a oh, she's amazing, or what way did I go? Yeah, I felt that, and I, I suppose that's what I that was that became my identity then, and then I kind of had mm. to live up to those expectations because it was, um, I felt maybe the standout. I got it, you know, they it was um, I could do no wrong kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And even people talking to my family or the stuff they'd say like and even with teachers and with everyone in the school and uh with just a lot of adults and just people in general people involved in athletics people it was all kind of praise and it was all this you know um and they'd nearly leave you off with, with stuff because they'd know I would do the work anyway if you get me yeah 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 I know you what know? you mean um and yeah it was kind of like they nearly put you on a pedestal and maybe it's from being from a small town as well or whatever and yeah, you put on this pedestal and then you have to deliver on that kind of a thing Mm. and then that's when it becomes I suppose destructive and it's not you know always the, the people it was me then putting the pressure on myself because I had to live yeah, up to yeah, this yeah. and I wanted to be this and I wanted to um people would have talked about me when I was young so I had to deliver then and, and kind of follow through with that into an adult when I couldn't do that then that mm. became that became the problem yeah then. yeah I get you but yeah so it was um yeah I'm sure a lot of the teachers were like oh my yeah like uh because <laughs> they were like how do you 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 
keep it all together because I was, you know, my schoolwork, everything was everything I did. I would have done, um, yeah, to a, to a high level, I suppose. Mm. But the other thing is then I wouldn't do it. It's either I do all, it's kind of all or nothing. Yeah. And that was became a problem as well, because if I was going to, you know, fail or whatever, I wouldn't do it. Mm, I guess so it was kind of like I have to be the best or I don't do it kind of a thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and what like for myself personally like, because I obviously have my own business and stuff for over a year and obviously you can, you, you can put a lot of pressure on yourself now mm-hmm. I don't as much as you used to but I'd imagine obviously when you're a teenager and you know your brain is not fully developed and you can think yourself into a bad place for example what kind of like people listen, know exactly putting too much pressure or self-talk, putting yourself down in a particular way. Yeah. What kind of pressure were you putting on yourself? And how was it like, how was it affecting your day-to-day life? How was it, like, was it helping you in a positive way or was it putting you down in a negative way? Yeah, so the funny thing is that at 15, 16, 17, I thought I knew it all, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my head, <laughs> I, I was different. Um, I would have looked up kind of like everything I did, I it was for a reason, a purpose, every training session, everything I ate, ate all my lifestyle. And I would have looked up stuff, um, you know, looking up research and all this, mm. you know, so I was like, okay, I, I know all this stuff and I'm being proactive and taking control of everything. Do you know, yeah. I'm in control of this, control of that. And yeah, thinking th- um, th- that I had it all under control and that I knew what I was doing, but looking back, you know, I didn't, but I just had this view on the world you know, Mm. it's like I had my blinkers on and this is the way things are and this is the way they will be and I will keep controlling them to be this way and nothing will stop me kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'll go back to your actual question again. What way? way, (laughs) (laughs) I go on a tangent. What way way were you putting the pressure on you? Like how was it affecting your day-to-day life? And at the time, I was able to cope with the pressure. It was kind of like nothing Mm. could... Because I think from, from... I would go into a race at 17 knowing that I did more than anyone else on the start yeah, line. Yeah, 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 yeah. With regards to lifestyle and everything else, I was like, no one will outwork me kind of a thing. That's the attitude mm. I had. And that's where I got my confidence from. The confidence came from the actions because I left no stone unturned. And everything was um, kind of measured and everything was calculated and everything was, I suppose, analyzed to achieve yeah. me. So then that gave me the confidence. So I was kind of like, nothing could stop me kind of a thing. Mm. Um, and the pressure, yeah, like I suppose I was able to deal with the pressure then because things yeah. were going well. It was always, you know, progressing. And that would lead you on to a new height and then a new, you know. And I, yeah, I think I was, I was, I was okay with it. Um, I liked, I love racing. So I kind of yeah. liked them, that, that kind of pressure. And I, I always performed well. Um under that but I think that was my preparation the preparation I put into it yeah of course and then though in saying that then when the cracks began to appear then the pressure did become too much and that's when I really felt yeah all the pressure yeah. and you you again you kind of tell you you can make up any story you want in your own head you know yeah and yeah, yeah. justify things and you can um yeah you kind of have a judgmental view on the world I suppose and it's you know, and then then you start overthinking everything, overanalyzing everything. That's when your mind just starts going. You drive yourself kind of mad, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, the, the fact that you said that, um, I know. Then, like, soon after that, that you got a hip injury. Yeah. And in terms of like, from just even speaking today, 
it was just win, 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 win. Like yeah. high levels of success. And then obviously when you got the hip injury, didn't that uh, didn't you know live up to your own expectations? How did that fail? How did you deal with that failure? Because I think people do not understand what failure is. On like, and when they do get it, then it's just boom, worlds yeah. ends. That's exactly it. And that's, I suppose, how I look at things so differently now. Mm. Um, back then, so in 2011, I don't think I was beaten. It was like one world, one this, one that. In Ireland, yeah. for maybe the three years previous, it was I was going out to try and beat my own records, my own national junior records. I got a national senior record, uh, schools records, you know, like, and I, it, it's mad because I never would have worried about the competition, the, the actual people in the competition. I know it mm. sounds really cocky now, but it was always just me racing against me because mm. um, there wasn't the competition there. And yeah. it was just how fast I can go. Obviously, internationally, there was the competition. But yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. at Worlds, when I when I was in the best shape of my life at World Youth, I took the race. At, I, I, my coach had told me there was a group of us maybe broke away. There was maybe five, six of us. And my coach told me not to go until like 3K it was a 5k race and yeah. like I just remember the feeling in that race of controlling the race I knew yeah. when I go no one was going to come with me so there was mm. a Chinese uh second a Russian third or a Russian second Chinese third and a Mexican fourth so the four of us broke away so then it was kind of nearly a, a game I was like I'm just waiting to leave you like I'm just yeah, yeah, playing, yeah, you know, yeah. like I'm just sussing this out not going out in front not taking the lead yet but when I went in that race, boom, it was gone. I was gone. And I controlled mm. that race. And um, yeah, it was mad because it was worlds. And I kind of won it so convincingly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then the following year, how so much can change in a year, that's when the cracks, yeah, began. So mm. um, it went from that. And yeah, the whole winning, winning, winning. The year later, um, I was finished 17th in the worlds. Yeah. And I went into looking at an article two days before the race, being like that I was the favorite. So I felt even in the race, everyone was looking at me, waiting for me to kind of control the race, to go. Yeah, to, yeah. To, and the cracks were there all along with the injury and with different things, but I would just um, block them out, block them out, block them out, pretended everyone was okay. Mm. And was kind of even fooling myself. But there's no hiding then when you get in the start line, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, there is no hiding and, and your, your, your cracks and everything, they'll, they'll be there. You can't just keep blocking them out. Mm. So I stepped off the track. It was just, just uh, mad from going from one. It was literally going from one extreme the year before to the other. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. that's when everything went mad. So I was like, oh my God, everyone's talking about it. And people were wondering, oh, what? It was such a difference in a year, you know, with mm. everything. And um, yeah, that's when then everything... So I would have seen that as a big failure. Obviously now looking back, it's like, oh, it's a learning. It was learning. Yeah, but yeah, back yeah. then, yeah, it was like, I let everybody down um, and just hated the sport because I couldn't win. If I can't win um, and going for my sports, it was, it was living in the past then as well. It was comparing what I was to what I am now. Mm. And yeah, it just became, I suppose, destructive. Yeah, and, yeah. Then I, with the hip injury, it was kind of like I lost control of everything because that happened something outside my control, yeah, and that just freaked me out. Instead of kind of, it was like self sabotage, you know. You, you, your one of your tires is slashed, so you just go and you slash the other three instead yeah, of taking yeah, yeah. control of what you can. Realizing everyone has obstacles, everyone has struggles. You know, there's always going to be weeds in the garden; it's inevitable. But back then, I couldn't accept. I suppose I couldn't accept it, you know, and um. Yeah, it was like my little path of the way I wanted things to go 
wasn't going the way I wanted it to. And it was like yeah. a child or something. Then I was just kind of like, um, um, I suppose, yeah, like, um, like a tantrum or something, you know, mm. because when I wasn't getting my way or something, that was kind of, yeah. 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 And in terms of the hip injury, what actually, what actually happened to the hip itself? Yeah. So it was an overuse kind of injury and funny enough, I still, it's the same hip. So I'm happy yeah. years later, that was 2011 and I'm still struggling with that hip. It's mm. caused me. Yeah. But, um, it was kind of, look, it was probably overuse of doing. And that's the funny thing as well with my coach back then was trying to really mind me because a lot of people were giving me advice and trying to give me advice and being like, you need to be there for the long run for a senior career, yeah. you know? And um, I was always the one with my coach doing too much, pushing it all the time, doing extra training, you know, mm. that kind of, um, and just pushing everything to extremes all the time. It was kind of that no pain, no gain thing, which is yeah, always yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of when my body was growing um, and just the motion of race walking, it was just an overuse injury. And mm. it's something now that I am still, that I still kind of have to manage because it's all, it's there and it has come back in different um, you know different things like a problem with the ligament problem with the um you know tendon problem with the mo- like oh yeah so yeah um but then it's just kind of yet yeah, again accepting that acceptance isn't was massive is was a massive thing for me because i always found mm. it really hard to the whole why me you could kind of play the victim and whatever yeah 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 that every athlete has to deal with these kind of you know issues i suppose yeah of course yeah and um, yeah so it was basically not too much too young as I was growing basically yeah and okay. that eventually your body you know you can push and it's funny because you know it is mind over matter with things and I think with your mind I can and I still and I still do it on it's like talk about insanity doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different yeah, result. Yeah, yeah. I still do it in training where I'm I'm you know, there's, a, there's a fine line between pushing it and going over that line of, of where it's a pain where it's pain and yeah, where it's yeah, damaged yeah. and there's so many times I've crossed that line and I've made things so much worse instead of being like, you know, because for me, if there's a program, there's a program and I have to follow it. Yeah. And then if I don't follow the program, that even can freak me out because I'm like, mm. oh, it has to follow, you know. And if I yeah, miss yeah, out, yeah. So I'm trying to catch up on what I missed instead of, you know, kind of now I feel I'm more in tune about my body and, and yeah. know it better and stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that's... Um, so dealing with injury was definitely, it's one of the most frustrating things for an athlete. It's so hard because your mind wants to do it. I want to get out and I want to push myself and I want to be disciplined and I get, get up. I want to do all the stuff, but my body eventually gives up and says, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you cannot keep blocking this out. You know, the other times I've gone just block out the pain and you can do it for so long, but mm. eventually, yeah, eventually your mind and your body and everything is just a mess because of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah no, from even from talking to their uh, Kate, you sound like this is like, like this is a really, really nice compliment. You you sound well, not sound like him, but if you ever listen to Dorian Yates, he's very like um like laser focused and focused on him only. Yeah. And an absolute perfectionist and everything he does. Now he is a yeah. bodybuilder and you take steroids, so not that side of things, okay. but <laughs> yeah. in terms, but in ter- he's one in terms of one of the best mindsets of any athlete I follow he's one of my favorites and he's he's cool okay. dude but it's like it's really cool just to listen to you speak on the little details on everything that needs to be right and everything in particular to that and which is really it's really really cool just even 
talking about that like so like yeah it's really kind of you're you're nearly a little bit um self not I don't know what you call it self-centered but in a way to do what you do you yeah for me I missed out on so many occasions and stuff because my training came first and you know people can couldn't understand like oh you just take a rest day are you just but I'm like no if it's a rest day there's other stuff to be done there's mobility there's stretching there's Mm. active recovery um you know, I have to be in bed by this time. I have to be, that's the way it was. And it can be destructive then the way, whereas now I de- definitely have more of a balance. Mm. But yeah, you have to be, you see, I, like sometimes I, I find, you know, people um, look at sport and they think it's at the top level and they're like, wow, you know, you're, you're so uh, fit and active and healthy and it's great. <laughs> and sport can be the most destructive thing ever. And with people who have like, you know, massive issues mm. and it can, you know, it can be really, really toxic and the environment you're in can be, so it's funny how, yeah, people can easily, but it's like Anthony, you can easily look from the outside, you know, and think it's this way when it's really not. Yeah. So yeah, about, yeah. So it's funny how a lot of athletes get, you know, people look up to them and stuff mm. when a lot of their behaviors and their thought processes are actually not healthy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I found that when I couldn't train, that was the problem with me when I couldn't train. And when I did get the injury, it was like, Oh, oh like, what do I do now? My whole identity was built on, on, um, you know, on sport and sport is cutthroat and it's hard and you have to be. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it, it's the way it is as well. It's kind of, you know, you do put, it is always pushing yourself to the, to its limits, you know? Mm. And yeah, but you just have to mind it because, um, for me, my mindset can get me definitely to be, I suppose to be competitive and kind of nearly outperform myself, but it can also yeah. then go the opposite way, you know? Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's being aware of that. And yeah, but and it, is, my... it is laser focus and it's the little yeah. details. And the other thing as well now I would have done is I was looking, always looking for the, the, the new thing, the, the secret, the next, what's the best thing? What's the current, yeah. you know, what's then, um, and overcomplicating everything when, mm. and I, we all, I think, everyone even i have friends that you know why i just run a 5k or whatever and they come to me and they're they're all over complicating it at the end of the day i think this even virus at the moment is kind of like making us take a step back and see do you know what it's the simple simple yeah 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 done right consistently day in day out it's our lifestyle our routine our behaviors our habits our thought processes and it's just done day to day it's not um yeah, I would have overcomplicated. It's not real rocket science, you know. Mm. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's patience and and um, yeah. yeah. And it I is. think we, we look at some of these people, and people would have said it to me that, oh, you're just different. You just have a different mindset, and yes, to a certain degree. But people, people are different. Personalities are different. You know, it works for yeah. different people. Is it? But I am human and everyone else is human it's funny people look mm. up to people and think they ca- can't reach those heights or they can't yeah, do that yeah, yeah. but or, or they might people would have looked at me and thought I would have, have had no struggles or they were really surprised when they read or heard about some of the stuff that I would have talked about they were surprised it was like um I was like yeah I'm human you know I yeah, probably have more issues than half you who think you, you know mm. it's funny we all kind of think that if we look at other people I suppose and we just make a judgment and we compare ourselves and comparing our insides I suppose to their outside maybe and that's the problem with social media as well we just look at their pictures and compare what we're feeling to what they're portraying and stuff and that so and I think whatever level you're at whether that is just running a 5k if you could be you know set yourself the goal that's that's you know that applies to you and you Mm. put in your you know you put in your effort and it's funny you can get the same satisfaction 
out of out of doing that than than going to Olympics. It's just yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Your goal now, obviously, your actions will have to match your goal, but mm. um, yeah, people I suppose kind of think that some people there's a massive gap between say an athlete who's who's training for a certain event and then when there's not really you know yeah um, yeah there's not it's just their little everyday habits <laughs> yeah 100 percent. and like habits like habits form your life is yeah like, evident you know bad habits can give you a shit life depending how bad it is of course and good habits obviously will move your life in a positive direction in terms like Obviously, let's talk about kind of the mindset in terms of, say, some bad habits you used to have in terms of yeah. your self-talk and some of the good habits you have now. So, like, how did you transition from, say, putting tremendous amount of pressure on yourself but not being able to accept it and where you are now where you have to find balance? Yeah. So, it was actually a roller coaster. It's really going through. I've been through the whole circle and come back around, you know? So, it's true yeah, experience, yeah. I suppose, is what I... Um, because... As I said, when I didn't have athletics and I didn't have my training and I was missing out on goals that I, in my head, um, the linear pathway wasn't going so linear anymore. Yeah. Then I became a different person, a person I hated. I ended up doing things that wasn't me and being, so it's like you're looking for something else to replace it. So that's the funny thing as well about, about you know, sport or the gym. It can be like an addiction. You know, mm. it's kind of like, what's it doing for you? What's it actually feeding? What are you actually feeling? And what are you blocking out? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So then I went to college and I had the injury and I ended up like, I would never have, I was so particular with everything, as I said, with food, with um, just with everything that and I ended up like starting drinking. I was about 19, maybe. Started drink, like, and that for me was like, oh my God. And then nearly feeling guilty because I was doing that, you know? Mm. So I had a wild few months then and mm. eating anything I wanted, putting up weight, um, just mad, just madness, not really knowing who I was, what I was, hated athletics, but also, but secretly actually wanted to be back to be an athlete. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, it just kind of like, not knowing who I was, it was just like my whole world was turned upside down, you know? Yeah. You start hanging with different people, you just do things that are out of character, you, it was just madness, it was chaos. You've no mm. clarity, I suppose, in your head. You, you know, I wasn't going to lectures in college. I didn't care about anything anymore. I wasn't disciplined. I wasn't motivated. I wasn't um, particular about it. And I went the complete opposite. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was funny. And everyone even around me would have been like, oh, my God. It was like from literally from one extreme to the other, you know? Mm. So it's probably true. All, them, it, all those experiences um, has brought me, because I feel like I've done it all, kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. way. Then I'd be at the complete opposite, and, and in between it was like a roller coaster of ups and downs. And um, you know, it's not been plain sailing, but I suppose, as they say, healing or whatever isn't pretty or isn't you know. Um, and then I see, so yeah, I was kind of I had two years where I was kind of with the hip and all that, and then I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back now. Yeah. And my head was kind of ready to you know, and I want to try and get to Rio to the Olympics in Rio and 2014. So it was kind of two years out from the Olympics. I was like, mm. I'll come back. And I uh, was like um, training, um, back training. And I was kind of like getting sick when I was training and not feeling great. And I was like, oh, but yeah. I just was like, it's just my body getting used to training again, you know? Mm. And then I found out I was pregnant. That was like another, oh my God. You know, yeah. uh, 
moment mad madness i was quite late when i found out i was in college just my work you know it was just more kind of nearly chaos again yeah yeah but then looking back everything happens for a reason you know Mm. so um yeah it's just interesting how how life works out i suppose and then funny about the hip then again my pelvis and my hip uh was at me all through that because you know it's funny when you have your body remembers things when when you have like a trauma to an area or or an injury your body and thing you be so careful because that it will it's there and your body Mm -hmm. and your mind your nervous system kind of remembers it you know and um then after having so that then my then perspective changed again you know so all these things happen to me and it's kind of like you know definitely having so uh, i a little girl fiona um you know she then changed my outlook on things yeah um, i came back then at the funny thing i came back then training after having her and i just enjoyed athletics i didn't put any pressure on myself i didn't go walking i was like because mm. i started off running as a runner cross-country running so i was like i'm just gonna go back and run and enjoy it and i started yeah. to not care what people think because what was happening before that was i was expected to come back and i wouldn't race until i was doing the time i used to be doing before do you know yeah and when I couldn't do that, it was like, oh my God, like I would have done in 2011, say 21, 20 or something for 5k. Yeah. So then when I couldn't do that, when I was only doing 23 something mm. or whatever, I was like, oh my God, I can't um, do this because people are going to look at this time and think she's, you know, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Shit, like, or whatever, again, you know, uh, because, and that isn't even a bad time, but in my head, it's a bad time. I need mm. to be doing 21 I want to be doing on 21 minutes, you know, walking it like, yeah. Um, and if I can't do that, then I won't, I won't do it because care what people think, I suppose. But I went back running anyway, and I just trained for the marathon with my dad. I went back running with him and just enjoyed it again. It kind of was yeah. like, wow, this is what it should be. And mm. that's what showed me as well. It doesn't have to be a high level that you are. I was just going out for Sunday morning, long runs with a, a group here and just no pressure on myself, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the satisfaction I got from running the marathon, the satisfaction from training for it um, was just so enjoyable. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, when you, you get so particular about training that it's kind of everything, again, is calculated and measured and you lose what it should be, especially running because it, and, and walking. It's like a natural move. You know, it's so natural. Yeah, exactly, and it's kind of like yeah. the caveman did and it's, you know, out of with nature and it's the most, you know, primitive kind of thing, mm. you know, and you lose, you lose that because it becomes like, it just becomes, um, you know, I went through stages where my whole day and my whole mood and my feelings were all based on my time in the, in the session I was doing, mm. you know, or what my heart rates were or what my, and it's just a bad way to, I suppose, be. Yeah. So from all those experiences, then again, tried to go back walking at the end of that year. And it was, it was a, kind of few messy months and years from 2016 then up to up to yeah. now kind of you know there was yeah the ups and downs I didn't get to what I where I wanted to and stuff but I've definitely this is um I just learned so much so I suppose mm. the, yeah all about the mindset I think going through different experiences um and having kind of done it all you know because before it was kind of like oh well you're different you just don't do the usual stuff that we all do so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. understand what it's like for this and that but then when I went and did all that kind of stuff it's like no I've I've been a mess I've done this mm. you think you're you think you're like you know I've yeah so it kind of gives me a different perspective and it makes me more relatable to everyone and 
then I can I can understand people so much more now as well. Yeah, definitely. I can yeah. understand a lot of people at 15 or 16, you know, and the way they acted and stuff. Mm. I could even understand it. I was like, they're all, why can't they just, they need to be this, they need to be that. I had this kind of mm. like really um, harsh view on things, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, very, yeah. I had even no self-compassion or even empathy or whatever. It was just very, you know, um, you want to be the best then you have to, you have to, you know, be, yeah. I suppose that this kind of war thing, you know, being a warrior and going to war, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. room for weakness. That was the thing. There was no room that you can't be weak. You have to cop on. You can't mm. be, you know, how about even crying or be, no, there was none of that. Like you have to harden up, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, I remember in my diary, even back then, like I write stuff down and being like, don't be a pussy. Do you know, this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now it's like, no, you have to, um, you have to accept your feelings and kind of like, mm. and realize they're, they're okay and explore them, do you know, and kind of like uh, deal with the wounds and deal with the, yeah. So through all that, then I, now that's how I'm, the way I am now, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And you're just kind of, backtrack a bit um because i think when you're touching on there between 2012 and 2014 during college and stuff like that obviously from the article just chatting to there those two years were obviously like you know low years depression stage years yeah and stuff like that so like how did you like explain what your depression felt like during those two years and what were you doing interesting yeah God, it's so hard to explain. Yeah. Like, it's the hardest thing ever. And at the time, I was trying trying again, trying to block it out and not accepting what it was and trying to just be like, just cop on. And I couldn't get out of it. Mm. And because everything was changing and I um, was just becoming a different person and I wasn't able to, it was like, just go to class and cop on and do this. And I couldn't get myself out of bed. And it was just, it was so scary. But I wouldn't reach out and talk about it, you know, because yeah, I didn't even yeah, know how yeah. I was feeling. Um, that you know, there's a song is the Lumineers, like if they say it's better to feel pain than nothing at all, kind of a thing. Yeah. But I went through a time of just feeling nothing, and it's such a scary, weird thing of not caring about anything, you know. Yeah. So for me, a person who really was disciplined and really, um, yeah, I suppose like I, I loved life, and I was a real kind of like energetic person. To mm. be the complete opposite of that was a weird a weird place yeah 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 but but not being able to talk about it because I couldn't even express I couldn't even explain how I was feeling you know yeah and um then I would go out and stuff to try and block it out like so I could be in bed all day and that's the funny thing not go to class or whatever and then go out that night so it's funny that people can be like oh she's it's fine she's only she's in college and she's after seeing another side to life she's enjoying herself you know Mm. it's kind of and it's funny because that's not you know people would have looked they would have seen pictures on social media and whatever but that's not the way it was yeah 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 you're blocking things out you're um you don't really care i suppose you're just anything you can do to um yeah you don't even know how you're feeling you can't deal with the emotions i suppose yourself you're not able to yeah 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 look for other things i suppose you know yeah Um, but it's funny they'll see you out but then they don't see you that the next morning you know Mm. When reality then hits again, you know, and you're back again in the vicious circle. And as you said, you know, like your it affects everything. So your whole life is when one thing is wrong and your head is not in a good place, you don't have clarity, you're not happy. And it's just your 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 sleep pattern, your routine, your diet, your lifestyle, your your relationships with everybody. Um, I felt I turned into a horrible person even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
onto with friends, block people out, like just um, you go into your own little shell, I suppose, you know, and you, yeah, you just, you can't see there was, you know, that's, that's the thing that I, for people going through it, I suppose that they, that there is a way out and there is light mm. in the tunnel because I really didn't believe there was. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've spoken now, this is the way it is. I, I, nothing, nothing could get me out of it. You know, I tried different mm. things at the time and I was trying, it was going on and on. It was really getting worse. And there was just nothing that would kind of, you can run from your, trying to run from the thoughts, trying to run from your feelings all the time. And nothing, you know, that's, that's why you use other things to, you can use them for so long to try to block, block it out and make you feel better, but they all come back, they come back worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. So then you get to a stage where you're like, oh my God, these things aren't even working for me anymore. And you, you're really scared of yourself or of your head or being, being with your thoughts and and dealing with them do you know yeah and um yeah it becomes mad and you don't really know where it's going to end and I didn't really know I couldn't see any way out like do you know mm. and um so looking back now I'm like oh my god I'm a completely different person now so that's just you know for people to for them to keep going like any amount of things that I tried like I you know, that's one thing There was always a part to me that wouldn't give up. I suppose always a little part to me that was like, oh, you know, try this, try that, do this, yeah. you know. Um, that was always kind of there, I suppose. And you have to keep that, even if it's just 1% faith mm. in something or that you can come out of it. You have to keep that, I suppose, you know. Because I've been to so many different, oh my God, therapies and psychologists. And I went into like nearly being a Buddha, I'd say, at one stage. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah chakras then I was looking at I was look just trying to find you know, angel fucking stuff like and went to like a, a tarot tarot readers went to did hypnosis went to like clinical psychologists did CBT did I don't know talk therapy all different like you know because eventually it wasn't me at the time I was blocking everything out blocking everything I wouldn't talk about it but it was people around me worried about me yeah, friend yeah, yeah. in college saying it to me and my parents and and I nearly wasn't able to talk about it, but people who care about you, you you're you're able to hide things for so long, but eventually you have to give in and be like, yeah, I need help. I don't know what even what's gone wrong with me or whatever, but you need to give in to that. And I ended up going to hospital, um, mm. and that's how bad it got. I suppose when I went to to a psychologist or whatever, straight away they were like, you're that day they admitted me, and I was like no how am I going in there it's funny or you're like I'm not you know that thing of like well, I'm not mad I shouldn't be going in there do you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. but I did you know I did need to and the funny thing was it's not just you went for like a six-week program or whatever it is to anything and you're better you come out and you're better that's not it either people yeah, kind of yeah. think oh I should be all cured now it doesn't work that way there was still madness after that you know there was still like mm. you might call it relapses or whatever and it's still something you have to constantly work on um and yeah, I think people just need the patience, you know, and to be, and to be under, try to understand themselves a bit more. You kind of have to go through the, the shit, like, as I said, healing is impression. You kind of have to go through the, you have to deal with what the stuff that's gone on and talk about it and, and be honest. You have to be honest with yourself because on how you're feeling honest with others, you know, and then kind of open up, I suppose. And eventually things start sticking, I suppose, eventually, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think you can learn something from everyone. You know, I met a lad, a lad in hospital that uh, 
with Brian has a similar enough story to me. Um, a rug, good rugby player hurt his back, quite a serious back injury that he couldn't play rugby. And you know what's funny? There's always someone worse than you. And I yeah. even felt bad at times because I was like, I am making myself out this big traumatic experience. So, you know, when there's so much worse things in life. But then the other side of it is that to you, it's okay to be like, it's traumatic to you. You know, to me, when my identity of legacy was taken away from me, that was like a, a part of me died, you know? Mm. A part of me was, was missing and I couldn't find that part of me again or something. So yeah. then I remember a psychologist said to me, it's okay that you, because I, I feel really guilty, like, because people have things way worse. I really don't have it, you know, that bad. I have so much other good stuff going on in my life. But, but she was like, no, but to you, you know, that is so big, so to you that is traumatic and you can accept mm. it you know and then you start yeah little by little I suppose dealing with things and um understanding yourself more I think self-awareness you know and yeah, understanding yeah. your personality and what triggers you and accepting accepting it because I was like I don't want to be this way I hate myself but you have to have that yeah it's like everything in the world if you read like give out good vibes and and, and that whole like that whole spread love kind of thing that's what you need you know what I mean and that needs mm. to start with yourself because if you can't even love yourself and 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 look look at your weaknesses and your strengths and um then you you can't be the best version of yourself for the world I think people need to work on themselves first before they can be anything because then you have so much everyone has so much to give to the world but you have to be your true authentic self first yeah 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 and, and it's just learning all the time through everyone and um yeah I think that realizing your thoughts are just your thoughts and stuff that was a big thing for me so I would be the control thing for me was the thing not being able to control you know because always I was able to control everything and I was loved that feeling and I would went through periods then of, of um trying to control everything and when I couldn't catastrophizing it you know yeah. So that became a control thing with food was massive for me, a control thing with alcohol. Um, yeah, again, you're using, you know, and when you lose that control, then you're the guilt, the shame, the embarrassment, the kicking yourself about it, you know, and the all or nothing kind of a thing. And just destructive behavior. It's like you're being mm. really like disrespectful to yourself and you don't even care. Because I was in doing sports science, learning about all this kind of stuff about being healthy and and your mindset and health and the stuff I was the stuff I put my body through and the stuff I've done to my body you know it's it's yeah. self destruct you know just it's destruction exam and you don't really care it's like um you know I um yeah it's like it's it's hard it's self-harming you know what I mean it's, it's just another mm. form I suppose another thing I learned as well like it's funny through different people that no matter what you do or whatever your coping mechanism is whether it's alcohol drugs uh, I don't know like food gambling um, mm. self harm, whatever it is, a lot of the stuff stems back to the same kind of you know thought processes and, and yes, you know. So I was able to relate to people who would have done other things, say gambling or whatever, even though that would never have been that I would have done. I can relate to that person because I. It's funny how it's kind of the same stuff that comes yeah. up. We're all just using different things to try and, um, I suppose we're trying. I don't know, make ourselves feel better or. You know, and it, I suppose there's a difference between kind of like, I think you might have, uh, did you have something on there on your um, Instagram with this about like um, happiness and 
Oh, pleasure. pleasure. I think there's a yeah, difference. Yeah, happiness or pleasure. And it's kind of like yeah. a short term pleasure and that short term rush and that short term adrenaline. We're all searching for this kind of like, because yeah. we're all searching for these highs. And that was the mm. thing with me the highs and the lows were hard to deal with. I was searching for these highs all the time and I couldn't get them. Um, or you get them, but then you come back to the lows again. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And you're searching for that high again. And it's like, nothing's really doing it for you that's sustainable. And now I see that if exercise we could be put into a pill how we could be we do it so we'd all be uh it'd be the most yeah. prescribed pill in the world because it's funny that it's yeah you're going outside the comfort zone and it's i suppose it's um embracing the pain or whatever and all that and it's kind of like it's kind of misery it can be misery at times but there's pleasure in that yeah but there's it's, it's a good type of you push yourself to it you know it's it's uh, a proper natural high and it's what yeah, our bodies yeah, yeah, yeah. Us now, they don't even know how good we should feel we don't know how good our bodies should feel we don't know what's normal anymore mm. and that's the way i feel i don't even know how i should be feeling um and how what our bodies are designed for movement and designed to um be active and what that gives us for our physical and mental health like it's just yeah yeah, yeah. and i know that now from trying everything else <laughs> you know and going back to obviously be biased with exercise because I, that's my, my thing, but just for everyone to, um, yeah. And you have to go outside your comfort zone with all this kind of stuff. And you have to be honest with yourself. You have to look at yourself because we can all, we can all kind of like the story we tell ourselves, you know, we can all kind of Mm. like, we all have our own little narrative in our heads and, and we have to nearly, um, come out of that narrative sometime and challenge our thoughts and our, you know, but yeah, with the thoughts as well, as I said, I would let the thoughts, my feelings nearly overrun me and take control. Yeah. Whereas to realize that, you know, accept them, that it's okay. And that's the thing, even with mindfulness and meditation, that it's like, it's normal. We're humans and we are, we're kind of mad. Humans are a bit mad. Anyway, we're all, we all have our, yeah, you know, yeah. our mad moments. And um, that, you know, now it's like, you know, the, our monkey or chimp part of our brain. That's our first thought. We don't have to be impulsive. I would have been quite impulsive and yeah. go with that thought or feeling or freak out or why am I feeling like this or why am I and be annoyed with myself? But like mm. that, that's just a thought. That's just a, our brain. Um, because our brain really sometimes will want us to go back into our old behaviors and our old patterns, you know, and, and make us feel like it's okay, you know, just you can justify doing anything, I suppose, you know, that oh look, it's yeah. okay, you can um, whereas you have to nearly take the thought, really take it out, look at it, you know, and, and, um, analyze, I suppose, and, um, go with, it's like the second, you know, the second thought, or we have to kind of like, yeah, let's just analyze it. And, um, so that's something I do now. It's, it's all just kind of awareness and, uh, knowing your little triggers and what, you know, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's all that kind of stuff. And it's all learning along the way. And I love that, that I've kind of having that growth mindset where you're like, you want to learn all the time and you, you know, you don't know it all and you're open-minded about things and you have, you adapt yeah, this yeah, non-judgmental yeah. view on the world. Mm. And I would have even judged others before I feel, you know, because people would annoy me if they would say they were going to do something or they, and they weren't doing it or they were maybe had a talent or had it and they were going down the wrong, you know, and I'd be like, look at them. They need to cop on now. They have, yeah, you know, yeah, what are yeah. they doing? They need to- but now it's like, no, I, I love that now that I wouldn't judge anyone because, you know, everyone, and that's the thing, like, um, I know the psychologist said this to me as well, like, no one is, I suppose, you know, what's saying and what's healthy and what's 
normal that everyone has issues everyone is struggling we're all on like a journey I love like listening to some of the Russell Brand stuff as well we're all we all have shit like to deal with yeah 100% percent yeah, hundred percent. that we're all human and I think so it's nice to yeah have that just yeah just be non-judgmental I think is mm. is nice and to ourselves as well like and not just yeah to, yeah 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 the whys, why are people doing this? The reasons behind, you know, behaviors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And um and then yeah, no, that's absolutely incredible points there you give Kate. Then I you know bad tangent to talk about like ten things at once. It's just like what's coming to my head. <laughs> but, you know. Oh. I know that there's plenty of gold nuggets for people to take out anyway, so that's the main thing. I made enough mistakes, you see. It's all on about it's like the mistakes you make and and now not looking at them as failure i think that's the thing as well you look at them as okay it's okay to make mistakes oh, yeah, it's and, the grind and to fuck up like that it's okay mm. to do that yeah yeah and um just want to touch on you know so when you kind of go back into training what around 2014 uh, after the when when you're in college i mean found out you're pregnant how did your life kind of change then basically and like, how were you feeling at that moment? How was it, yeah. you know, affecting you now, for example? And it's mad because, you know, um, a funny thing is, like, when I found out I was pregnant, I didn't even think anything of it. As in, at the start, sorry, I didn't even believe I could be. So, like, yeah. I, see, I missed my period and I didn't think anything of it because I was like, um, and that's, that's the other thing about sport, right? It nearly becomes unhealthy. You don't care what you do to your body. You don't care how destructive you are. So, when I was, when I was at my... I wouldn't have got a period until I was about 19, which was quite late, mm. maybe 18 and a half. But that to me, I didn't care. I know of a doctor saying to me, oh, this isn't, you know, healthy. But I didn't care. And I didn't get it because of the training I was doing. Because yeah, of what yeah. I was putting my body through. And I was like, I don't, I'm like, man, I don't care. And the ironic thing, he was like, you won't be able to have kids if you keep going this, pushing your body all the time, you know? And I, mm. so the funny thing is that how easy I did end up getting pregnant. But um, yeah, so you kind of, again, I was back training and I, didn't get it so but I didn't it was kind of like oh yeah that yes it was kind of like uh, oh this is good because I pushed my body to its limits you know yeah um and you you it's like winning at all costs kind of thing you don't really care what you're doing to your body it's and it's another yeah, 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 yeah. that's maybe comes unhealthy you know um and it's like what it, that's what why people I think have to be careful so I'm going off the top now again. I'll come back to it there. <laughs> People I know some some of the lads, even I've I've some friends, one or two lads looking at these bodybuilder lads, you know, that I've looked into and I know they're taking steroids and all this and they want to be them. And they're asking me, I wanna one one of the lads talking he's like, hey, I know now you're gonna you're gonna give out to me, but just honestly tell me what you think about this steroid don't you go back getting them like and I was just like, oh my God. Like so people are prepared to just take whatever yeah, 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 and, and not care the consequences and not just to reach and we look for shortcuts and stuff people you know do mm. and it's just funny yeah that our mindsets when we get into a yeah that we and and if that's the problem i suppose with some people following some, some of these people on social media because it's not real yeah, 100%. you know and as well you look at the shredded bodies and stuff and that's not sustainable, you know, you know, with, with the bodybuilder or with someone at the gym about bulk and cutting and it's not sustainable that they keep at that body fat or that percentage or yeah, yeah, yeah. ripped the way they are. And we look at that and think that's normal when it's not, you know, and it can, it causes, and it's a lot of even lads recently used to be kind of a girl thing with body issues and stuff, but now it's lads as well. We're looking at this and comparing and thinking we need to be 
yeah, yes. So yeah, we go to extremes. But anyway, going back to go back to yeah, when I was pregnant, so I was kind of like, oh my god, I can't be like, hey, you know. And and then then it got to now looking back and I'm like, the, it's funny how um, the chances of me getting pregnant because I was taking the pill and I was 100% proper mm. taking it. Um, the chances of even getting pregnant were so slim. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some things happen. It's like you know, you, you hear people trying for years, trying, and the chances were like so slim. So it's like some things are just meant to happen, I suppose. Mm. But um, it was actually one of the best things for me because when I was going, I went back training, but I was still in real destructive, all or nothing kind of behaviors, and I wasn't. I was still wasn't, even though it's funny. I was channeling it into training, but I was going back to my nearly old ways of being, um particular about everything you know which mm. isn't healthy either and um it was just a bit of madness whereas then being pregnant I was like I have to it was like it's like nearly a higher power or something you know yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, now that was the the healthiest I've been when I was pregnant it was the healthiest the way I treated my body because I had to eat eat properly mm. and not be start not eating for for two or three days because I need to lose weight and then binging on rubbish and, yeah. then, and then drink because I feel guilty about it. And then then punishing myself. I would have done things like if I ate, before I'd been pregnant, if I ate bad, I'd go to the gym for like, I'd say in the gym now in Dublin, they must be like this one. They all knew as well. But I was <laughs> go to the gym for four hours, right? And I'd have to like punish myself yeah. and and put myself through pain. And that, that made the injury worse then as well. Because yeah, I, wasn't yeah, doing, yeah. I was doing the rehab, but on top of that, I was doing mad stuff that I shouldn't have been doing. But I would, it's like another, you have to feel, it was just to feel something. Mm. So to, to hurt myself in the gym, to put my body through torture, and then I'd feel broke up. And that would be a good feeling. Because I'm like, yes, I made myself feel, you know. Mm. Um, then you, you're you wrecked. So you're in bed, you're wrecked. And you don't eat properly or something after that training session because you're trying to, to lose weight. And then the next day, yeah. your body is, is all over the place. So you go and self-sabotage again you go eating rubbish and you binge on shit like mm. and then it's like oh my god and it's just a cycle of madness or you go drinking and then you feel guilty and you you know yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's all these behaviors so being pregnant stopped those behaviors because i was mm. like oh yeah you know you so it was actually the healthiest my body was and you know the funny thing was as well because i wasn't on the scales every day and stuff like that yeah because you you had to eat for nutrition and for mm. fuel and for to be healthy and to for your body for health it was and you go out and you exercise like you 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 don't push yourself in with your exercise because you can't now because it's you've someone else to, to yeah. look after kind of a thing you know um yeah so it's probably the healthiest uh more balanced i've been kind of you know mm. because you kind of need you have i had to even though it was hard at times i was like but you have something else to and because of it happening um, and other people, what people would say as well or what, I was like, God, you, you kind of, these are the cards you're dealt with. So it's kind of like, now I have to. Now for a while it was, you know, prove to myself. I know it's bad, you know, prove to others. But for a while it was like, yeah, I have to show everyone that I'm not. Because again, I would, I looked at, some people would have thought that I was a failure again. Mm. Being like, oh, look at her now. That the the super, little superstar, you know, people in the town said, oh, and look, look, you know, she would have been the last person in school who would have thought I would have got pregnant at 20, like, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was kind of thinking, like, I'll show you my life, you know, that I can, yeah, do, you know, and it made me more determined because I then it's like, 
that you your life isn't over and people would have thought oh she'll just be she I remember someone saying to me oh you won't be able to go back to college now will you and I was like yeah I will why won't I you know kind of a thing they thought what I just kind of like settle in Dungarvan and stay there for the rest of my life and yeah yeah kind of settle for mediocre you know and that's okay too if you're happy sometimes they Another thing, a funny thing, in school one day, I was asking them all about what they wanted to be. And one boy said to me, uh, Miss Neil, he's like, I just want to be happy. I just want a simple life because that's a happy life. And I was like, yeah. that's actually nice. So sometimes, you know, but but anyway, I, I do feel some we all have a, a purpose and a passion. We need to go for that. But anyway, I mean, we're determined. Um, so I went to college that year pregnant. And even again, like I felt now, maybe it's me overanalyzing things, but I felt everyone was looking at me in college. Yeah. You know? And I was in an athlete's house um, with other athletes. And then I just felt in my course or whatever it was, like people knew me as the athlete and had these expectations of me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, yeah, and I felt people were like looking at me like, you know, or, um, mm. but, but, you know, you just get, and then after having Fianna, I had four days later, I had exams to do in college. And I remember a lecture emailing, emailing me being like, you know, you can just defer your exams. And I was like, no, no, I'm doing them, you know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So we determined to show. And yeah, I suppose, look, times have changed, but I, I think particularly, yeah, I, I love the whole feet, girls in sport and I've done a lot of stuff on that. And just mm. to show that women and girls and mothers, yeah, can, you know, gone are the days where you're just like, you have children, you stay in the house kind of a thing. Mm. But there's options and you have to prove you know you can so it's for yourself like but for me it was kind of like um and and now it's kind of showing her it's another um i want her to look back and say wow you did all this yeah, definitely you know? yeah and just definitely. you can um that there's yeah not to put limits on yourself and you whatever circumstances there's always a way around things you know mm. there's always there's always options and to realize there's always um i suppose solutions to problems that's you know, the way I kind of look at things now, sometimes you have to search for those solutions. You don't just go to, if there's something wrong, you know, like even on that psychology side of things, you don't just go to one psychologist or one doctor and, and then that be it and give up. No, there's, you have to search first, you know, you have to yeah, try yeah, things yeah. out. It's what works for you to always want to get better. And you have to take control of that. And you can't put that in somebody else's hands, put it into a, do you want to went to the hospital? I was kind of leaving it in their hands, you know, yeah. no, you but no, you have to do the work on yourself. It all starts with you. Mm. Um, yeah, so I say it definitely it does change your your perspective on everything, you know. Mm, um, and, and I suppose, yeah, and then you know as well as see what's important in life as well, and that's why I think this virus for people is good too because you can think you can see another side to life and what's actually mm. important because you get so caught up in your goals and your and um and you know sometimes you you look what is success really? I was yeah. wanted to be successful and I had to be. And I'm here saying, oh, don't settle for mediocre. But then there's a, I, I, I kind of, a, yeah, it's like being a hypocrite. There's a fine line between, you know, I think people shouldn't just settle, but also mm. should, you need to, like, I suppose, have gratitude is a, is a massive thing and appreciate all the, the simple things. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what, where true happiness comes from. And I would have got so caught up in a goal that and it, it happened to me again last year. It happened to me again last year. Like, went back to the whole thing of like, the, it's like for this year, the Olympics, right? The world was ending. At, I had the date of when the race walk, when the 20 kilometer yeah, yeah, yeah. race was on and everything was going along um, until then, like mm. all my life decisions. And you swear the world was that, yeah. And it was kind of like a bad way to look at things again, because it's that all or nothing. And it's, 
you lose sight of what's really important, like the, you know, and, and keeping your circle small. It's like, who cares what everyone else thinks or what, what, what your decisions in life are, or what you decide to do or, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because who, at the end of the day, you think people care or, but they're on to somebody else or talking about somebody else the next day, you know? Mm. So you kind of lose sight of keeping your circle small, you know? Yeah, it's so 100% important agree with that. Having, real people because it's funny we can have all these friends and all these and it's funny through being out drinking and stuff right you'd have your friends right but they were like my they're just like my, 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 my drinking friends, friends. Yeah, it's kind of friends, like a superficial yeah. friendship where it's like are they really there for are they true friends like do you know would you go to them if you really needed them or whatever for and it's like no so it's funny yeah, how 100%. you think it's it's funny how the drinking as well you think you're socializing and it's it's fun and it's you're being so, you know, you're, you're, and it's, you know, look, there's been great times drinking and great crack and great memories, but it's, um, yeah, it's it nearly isolates you more and makes you more lonely yeah. kind of a 100%, thing. Yeah. It's like being lonely in a crowded room, you know, kind of a thing or, or, and, um, you wake up the next day and, and you're alone again. And then friends actually aren't there for there you because you yeah. can't talk about your real thoughts with them. You know, yeah. it's all about having the crack and having the laugh and, and yeah, but it's, and it's all fun and games and it's all laughing about what happened or who did what. And, but, and you go to the house party and you keep drinking and it's, but then after that, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah it's not real. And so now it's kind of seen having the real people like in your life and kind of environment yeah. is key, like who you hang around with because, oh, your vibe, it is your vibe, attracts your tribe and who you're around and, um, you know, being around good people is just so infectious, you know, and again, yeah, being around toxic people, dealing with, dealing with toxic people and kind of accept, if you start accepting that, do you know what I mean? That's how your life yeah. will be. If you, you have to kind of get yourself out of that, get yourself out of that rush and not be with those kind of people. And look, I'm not saying, you know, then there's that people are airy fairy about the whole, oh, just think positive and just be, that's, yeah, like I do get it that life is shit sometimes you know what I mean and it is it's shit and it's tough and it there's off there's hard days but um it's like you know kind of accepting that and realizing and knowing that the shit days will be there it's a roller coaster mm. like you know and but trying to just um kind of uh, not even turn them into a positive but just see some positive see something positive in every day and have gratitude for the things that you do have you know and it yeah and, and doing the little simple things that you can do, you know, because we all worry about stuff that are outside our control all the time. It's like we worry, I would have worried about 90% of things I worried about have never happened, you know, mm. but then you get yourself into this anxiety um, as well. Like, you know, and, and again, anxiety is another thing that I would have had and I was able to channel it into training and racing. Yeah. So I, it's funny. I loved being anxious before a race and, now realizing but yet when it used to come to me then in other ways in other situations mm. i'd freak out it would make me freak out into panic um but you see it's all these things becoming aware of all these things now i suppose so um yeah anxiety then is a massive thing that we're dealing with in in today's world as well like and it's it's like in one way we've come so far in science and we're we're advancing and in another way it's so sad because we're going we're really losing connection, you know? Yeah, and I, I read a thing recently that the opposite of, of addiction is not like um, sobriety or not um, being clean or whatever. It's actually the opposite is connection. And I found that mm. brilliant. Like, uh, just interesting that it's because we're f trying to fill a void with other things or fill something in our hearts or 
whatever that we're missing, you know? Well, so the, so the reason why a lot of people are addicted to social media is because they're lacking connection in their life. Is that what that means? Yeah, and it could be addiction to, addiction to anything. Oh, it's anything, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but yeah, as well. But yeah, it's not a, it's, it's, it's like, then we could search for a social media connection, but it's not a real connection. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, social media yeah, is a great yeah. tool. Don't get me wrong. Oh my god, the the amount of things that we can get us from social media is brilliant now. Like you know, yeah. it's like literally the stuff that you're putting out there and how it helps yeah. people. And it's we we can talk about because everything. I feel in the last few years how just things like mental health and everything was just stigmatized because we couldn't talk mm. about it. And I thought I was so weird and I was the only one dealing with these things. It's where I was the only one in the world dealing with all these like demons mm. and that no one understands me and I'm so de- and it's. ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、
not have they don't people don't know what they want then or what yeah nothing can make them happy it's like they're looking then for the ne- you know they want the best of both worlds and they want mm. everything and then we can just easily it's like we kind of sometimes can get things too easily you know yeah and, yeah yeah um, it's like the cheap thrills you know and Pleasure. it's not real kind of you know and it, it causes us then to be back in a place back again it's not true connection or true happiness yeah yeah trails and it's good and it's it's like you get a bit of validation or whatever and and then you're back but then you're back again instead of actually working on yourself it's like it could become a um you know i don't know to make just to make ourselves feel okay again Mm. so people going through breakups instead of actually trying to deal with it or deal with or and being happy with themselves as well doing their own shit like yeah they can go on and have someone say this to them or that and we meet up with someone once and or whatever they want and then it can seem fine it's another kind of it's another crutch or a distraction and then again a week later they're back to their you know yeah yeah okay. uh, so going on the, the official circle of self-sabotage yeah all the time and um but yeah so it's, it's just about kind of looking at things in the right way i suppose but we're yeah, all yeah. looking at, we all want what we can't have. And it's like the gra- the faraway hills are not always greener. You know, the grass isn't always green on the other side. Mm. Um, I had someone that, one of my friends went away, couldn't wait to go away to Australia. and was like, oh, get out of this town. This town's only, you know, full of this, yeah, full yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, like, it's not the town, you know what I mean? You you have to yeah, deal with you. your, yeah. You know, it, you think you, by going over here, your whole life will change. And it's, and you know, it's yeah. not always, yeah, the way you kind of, um yeah just it's our perspective and the way we look at things i suppose and our outlook yeah. on on life and that's why that's why i think look this uh you know lockdown can be good for some people to it's like that whole you know you improvise and adapt and you overcome but it can be yeah, good yeah. to take a step back because we all are even just mad lives and we think we all have to be busy all the time and mm. um there's just pressure coming from everywhere every angle pressure and pressure of society it's funny how you know like uh people society says this is the way it should be but it's just what your it's just what your society is saying the way it should be yeah 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 and we think things should be done in this linear fashion even over christmas i do it myself i was freaking out i was saying to one of my friends like oh my god everyone our age is is getting married and and (laughs) buying houses right i was like buying houses and you know like and it's like yeah but you know, there's no set rules as to what way things should be done. We have pressure on, even pressure on going to college, pressure on mm. what we, what they get their leaving cert, pressure on what their career is, what car they're yeah. driving, who they're, and it's like keeping up with the Joneses all the time, and it's just, it, it's madness, yeah, and we all yeah. kind of do it to a certain degree, I suppose, you know? But yeah. it's back to, like, I was in Doha in um, September, and I remember uh, being over there September October and uh, just the the reception of the way boy the men were some of the men were to um, there's a group there and it's all it's a ma- it's boys say a high performance sports group yeah. there's no girls in it but even me out training I just went about my normal training with my shorts and my whatever and I got beeped at and whistled at and I got comments and I got you know and at the time once or twice I was kind of like fuck ye I'll you know women empowerment and all that I'll yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah. Um, you know the way the men are were you know but then I was kind of like oh but that's that they don't know any different that's the way they're yeah, brought yeah, up yeah. there and then I kind of wanted to understand them you know it's like I'd love to talk to them and nearly understand what way mm. that because that's just their society and how they're brought up it's not 
you know, who says what's yeah. right, what's wrong or whatever. But mm. it's funny how we can look at other people then and be horrified and think, oh my God, look what they do over there. Do yeah, 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 people yeah. are brainwashed and how we, people can get, we can all get brainwashed, you know, um, into a certain way of thinking. And we have to challenge those thoughts, I suppose. And um, that be open-minded about things and not just because conform to because this is the way it was and maybe in ireland probably the way it was was the whole catholic church thing maybe oh yeah 100 yeah. so this is the way things are and you know and then then again not giving out about the passion we could give out about say the old generation say oh they think this and they think that but but that's the way then they were brought up yeah it's funny exactly how, yeah on about how things are even traumas or whatever are passed down through generations like yeah. families and stuff and it's so interesting, like that, about even stuff from, from some people, they need to go back to childhood um, mm. and deal with even issues from there and why it is the way it is. And not, you know, it's kind of like as well, I heard some people put the blame on their parents. Well, if you're going to put the blame on your parents, you need to blame them for all the good stuff that they did yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They all kind of are doing what's best and it's hard for us to see that at times or whatever, but... Mm it's like, why are they the way they are? Or why is this yeah. person, or why, you know, did this happen? Um, and we can say, oh, this person's a Harvard person and this person did this and this person did that, but we have to look at why. Yeah, exactly. What yeah. Them and what was their thought processes. And um, yeah, and it is hard to break that cycle, you know, for, because you see it going down through generations and kids end up a certain way because their parents are a certain way, yeah. or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's kind of nearly going back and looking at the reasons of why this is. Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's a complex. Really good point. Always, yeah, you know, it's um, and I think that's why it's good now. And in Ireland, in the past, we were definitely wouldn't talk about things, you know, and it was everything yeah. swept under the carpet. And was all things weren't, and it was hard. People just had to uh, live with their, you know, like. And it's I I read a, some kind of a quote recently. It's like you're a, you're only as going to be as sick as the secrets that you keep or something like that you know yeah 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 yourself and people were damaged like from it mm. whereas now i hope that by people talking and it's even like things like your platform and what you are doing that people can become more oh it's okay like to talk and feel this mm. way and there is other people out there like this and um and this this is real life like yeah yeah you know yeah 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 we can all ha- want this little fairy tale kind of like you know but it's not real i suppose yeah no definitely no, yeah, no, Katie, that's given a fuck ton load of value there. Like, really, really appreciate it. I just know um, I'm going off in tangents a lot of the time. And I know, I'll, as I said, I'll uh, end up now tonight being like, oh, I should have mentioned that point. I should have mentioned that point. <laughs> but, yeah. Ah, but, yeah. Uh, should, we, should we get you on another time? No, no issue at all. Yeah. I think for another thing, I just think of there, for everyone enjoying the process and in the here and now, I would have lived a lot in the past, lived a lot in the future. So it's kind of like going back to your past, what I should have, could have, would have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kicking myself from being like, oh my God, the regrets and they eat you up. And I was this before, so I need to be this again. And then again, like, all about the future, it was like, for me, it was the Olympics. I was like, uh, if I don't get to the Olympics, I'm a failure. I have to get there. I have yeah, to yeah, do or yeah. die. And it's, but you have to just enjoy the process. You know, it's the, it's the journey. It really is. You know, it's mm. kind of, we have this deferred kind of happiness plan. Like, oh, I'll be happy when, I'll be happy yeah, when, yeah, this. I'll yeah. be happy when. And it never comes. You have to find the happiness in the here and the now. Obviously have your goals, but um, we all kind of really want to go from A to Z, like A to yeah, yeah, yeah. like A to B. It's like a step by step by step and be consistent. And that's maybe with the modern world, we're not patient with things anymore because it's, yeah we're looking at the fast, I suppose, getting things quickly. 
and it doesn't work that way. It's such a slow, it's a grind, and it's yeah. and people, people that will look as well. They uh, something, something someone recently said to me about motivation. Um, they're all like, oh my god, you're so motivated, and I'm like, I'm not always motivated. It's not mm. motivation so fickle. There's yeah. times I hate what I'm like. I remember being on camp in Spain, like up a mountain and one morning I woke up and I was like oh my god I can't believe it's the morning I have to get up and you know train I really want to yeah, do this yeah, it's kind yeah, of like yeah. you make your decision and you follow through on it your actions have to match what you said you do and it's kind of like you then it's kind of okay I don't have a this is what I want to do I get to do this you know you're changing mm. your I'm lucky that I get to do this and it's it's um building a work ethic more than motivation because there's days you don't want to you know go out and do yeah, discipline. into your lifestyle into your routine um, you know, and, and you actually, yeah, it's, it's stretching yourself all the time, you know, and then putting in the actions and through the actions, then will come more motivation and come confidence and come. And then you just repeat the process and you kind of take it one day at a time. You know, it's mm. like, okay, what can I do today to make myself a better person? And you do the same again tomorrow. And it's the little steps. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, slow, yeah. slow process and you reflect back on things and you are careful with the stories you say to yourself and what you, you know, yeah and um you just yeah that's it every day just the simple little things i think that's yeah the... baby steps every yeah. day no it's a good way of looking at it. um i have one more question for you kate for finish up yeah. i do appreciate it and for anybody listening as well obviously um what points you found extremely valuable from kate send myself a message send her a message let us know what you think because that'll help myself elaborate maybe a bit more on, a, on another yeah. podcast that'll help more people out but it, like we're obviously you're you're touching a fuck ton of value there kate and you seem like a very energetic happy kind-hearted person what what's your definition of happiness oh that's a that's a difficult one uh oh my god uh, i think well i don't don't know if i have a quote now that would say exactly what happiness is but i yeah. think for it's happiness it's funny it it has to just come from the simple, simple day to day, come from within. Because I think I, before this, I would have said, "Oh, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be happy when I'm successful and when I've mm. when I've done this." And I look back and I'll be happy because I'll be proud of myself and I'll make yeah, yeah, people yeah. around me proud and I will do it for them. And you know, and that you it, that isn't real happiness. It's it's all the you know the people that that you love and care about and, and whether it's family or friends and it's, it's a small circle of people. Um, and it's kind of like finding happiness in the simplest of things like me. Go, I think we're all, we're not enough in nature. Say. So for me, um, obviously now again, maybe for me running is my kind of was my thing. Cause it brings me back to childhood. So yeah. just running out, in a forest like there's a there's a forest near me and I was out running there they're running on the beach running in a field mm. so that kind of stuff and being at one with nature because we're all at the end of the day how you know uh I don't know if some people have read the alchemist or the secret or the power some of those books and it's interesting how we're all um Joe Rogan has talked about stuff as well how we're all kind of at one oh, like oh connected stuff. yeah 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 you know at one with the universe and and how we're um yeah just or all energy and how i think like our our bodies and our souls are different you know like there's we all have like a soul that will just yeah, 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 yeah. now mad stuff if you keep going on this line of you know like <laughs> uh russell brand has talked about it as well so 
that's where where I think true happiness comes from. You know, like doing like simple things with people, having the people around you that you love, I suppose. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, because it's all about people and connections and we need people. And by nature, we're, we're animals at the end of the day. Like we're animals and it's our simple. Obviously, it's like Maslow's, the hierarchy of needs. We need, we need our basic needs met, you mm. know, and it's, it's, it's that like, you know, um, that connection with people, I think. And it's, yeah, because even, even on the journey of, of whatever you're doing, it's the people you meet along the way. And it's those connections is what brings you, I suppose, real joy and real happiness, you know? Um, and instead of like always, we think the scales or the, what we look like or, or the, goal mm. of, the goal of reaching this or doing this time or, or benching this weight or whatever it might be. Um, it's, it's not, it's the little, it's the little, yeah. It's the little simple pleasures, you know, in life, mm. I think. And then, yeah, um, yeah, the whole nature thing, I think being, yeah, back to nearly all that caveman kind of stuff, I think that's... Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of exactly, I, I'd love to put it into a, I definitely think of, I'll end up again tonight, <laughs> I think there's some quote that is like, oh, that's what happy, happiness yeah, yeah, is, yeah. you know? Um, but it's not the external things. It's not that we can be, we're too kind of like, um, focused on the materialistic stuff or mm. uh, putting success when we have the, not, you know, when we have this and when we have that and, and money and, you know, people, oh my God, I, I can't understand how people can be so driven by, by money and by power and by yeah, yeah. Fame and fortune when it does. And we, we, we see that from, from, from fame, like the amount of, show sure, like look at Avicii or look at, um, um, Robbie, like Robin, yeah, the Williams, or um, what's the other girl that there's look, there's been loads of like stories, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. You know, um, that it's not, yeah, we look at them and think, oh my wow, they have it all. If we had all this money and fame and fortune and we could do what we want, we'd all be happy, but no, it has to, um, and you have to currently find that you know, some people, I, I'm doing a bit, of, I find yoga good now. Mm. It's like being in tune with your body, the happiness of yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. of being able to know your body more and um, being able to know, yeah, what's, you're not searching for chemicals and fake stuff to make mm. you happy, you know, and, and searching for other things because you have to, and, and the other things like, um, you know, like, mem- you know, well, me say another thing, just traveling, I love like learning and uh, having an open kind of mindset and and having the mindset where oh the best things are yet to come you know or I get excited by it there's so much I have to learn and that that excites me there's so much that so many amazing people in the world having a view on the world that's a nice view on the world you know because I think we travel places and people would say to me oh you're going over there or you should be careful there what are the people like there and at the end of the day we're all yeah so different where it's like we're all but but really we're humans that really mm. we're actually so similar it's like we all look at our differences and we're all like oh they're so different over there. their culture is different and they think differently and but no we're all humans and everyone wants the yeah. same things really and we can it's funny how we put barriers on people and we think that we're we're all segregated and and even um like and i'd be a real proud irish girl now and very you know uh always proud to put on the irish vest and stuff but uh recently I was even thinking at the end of the day, you know, like countries are put into countries just from history. Do you know what I mean? Of the way people are looking for power the same with religion and stuff. I'd say I'm very, I'm a spiritual person. I wouldn't be religious, but uh, how, but that was just the way society we're all, uh, we're all one really like we're all the same really, you know, 
it's yeah. just by what our conditioning is kind of and what we were the way we were brought up and we we're put into this uh, I'm from this country so I'm different than you but I'm mm. not really I was just put into this country because in the past this is the way yeah, this yeah, is the way yeah, history yeah. turned out you know and it's kind of nearly learning from history and the things that happened in history I suppose as well you know yeah, um, definitely. so I think yeah I think all that having a nice outlook in the world because I and I would have the outlook you know, people say oh my god if you go there these people are this like but most people I find people at the end of the day are kind and caring and you know, I love yeah. people and not having that outlook. Yeah. Having the outlook of, um, no matter where you go, there's lovely people, you know, mm. and they just aren't understood or they're not maybe allowed. They're suppressed. Maybe they're not allowed to, to talk about stuff or they're not, you know, and hopefully slowly we'll, we'll all change that life. But, um, yeah, just people are great. So I think, yeah, getting it from that, uh, and the simple, you know, like, um, kind of like hippie, it might sound like a hippie kind of stuff, but like all them kind of yoga types of even like, you know, uh, like dancing and being free, you know, freeing yourself and not caring what others think and being you and doing, it's all them, them, them little things that, mm. um, and I think when you're around people who let you be yourself and let you be free, that's so kind of empowering. Yeah, big one, that's a massive one. You know, if you can be, yeah, because uh, without feeling judged that you can be silly and like, you can dance around a fire to the moon or whatever it might be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in your yeah, bare okay. feet and whatever, like, you know, and um, and that's, yeah, where you find, I think, instead of searching for, yeah, searching for the happiness in, in kind of the, I don't know what you call it, the fake happiness or the, yeah, the pleasure, I suppose, but not real mm. deep happiness because yeah, it comes yeah, around yeah. the circle and you're back with yourself again and with your thoughts and with your with the demons like with the demons mm. that you all have to fight you know um so yeah i found another gabor Mate is another guy i actually would have looked a lot he would have talked a lot about that and he talks about addiction and trauma and um just for yeah like perspective on things and our outlook and how um the way we view the world i suppose you know yeah yeah, yeah. um and just about trying to find that passion and finding kind of happiness. It's like you are all on the journey. It's like the journey of trying to be enlightened, you know, like, mm. um, and we are always kind of always trying to search for, we always, we do go back into old passions, I suppose, and old, because we're kind of like, it's the society we're in, like, you know, and it's like even um, companies, we're consumers and yeah, we always, they're playing on our emotions, like companies and playing on our, our weaknesses and playing on our heads all the time mm. but it's always kind of coming back to reminding ourselves you know what we should be as humans i suppose yeah so yeah, yeah. we're basic yeah yeah the basic happy with yourself yeah and it comes back yeah and happy yourself and then it comes to the connections you have in your life i suppose and being able mm. to be your true self with people who you care about and 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 having a purpose in the world and knowing that you're important yeah that you you're like for me, you know, I'm like with Fiona, I'm like, oh, uh, she needs me. I'm important, you know, and I kind of uh, that you have something to give, basically. But for you to give, give yourself to the world and your best self, you have to be in the right frame of right mind. You yeah. have to be yourself. You have to have clarity. You have to be the best version of you. So you have to work on you and not feel guilty about that or bad about it or give yourself the space if needs be. Do you know what I mean? It's the most important. You have to live with yourself. Um, 
you know what I mean? At the end of the day, you have to live with yourself for, for, for your, your life. So yeah. the most important thing is that you take that time, whatever it may be or whatever things it is that you need to do. Um, you know, and it's different for everyone. Everyone's different. Like, I don't know, maybe go on some kind of a retreat somewhere here, try this or try that, be open-minded. Um, and then when you give out them like vibes and, and you are that kind of person, it's kind of like you will, it does attract then more positivity into your life. You know, it's like one action will lead to something else happening and something else and then something else. And then the jigsaw starts to be put together, you know, mm. instead of being thrown all over the place with chaos. Um, little by little, um, because it, it will attract more. It's like, and uh, I know another thing, it's like, uh, how we can learn from my love, like chemistry and physics and stuff. Cause it's yeah. in that universe kind of stuff, because we can go back to that nearly. And even mm. though we, again, it can sound complicated, but it's like energy, they, they, the quote about energy, it's like energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be converted from one form to another. And I love that. It's like, um, we all have so much power within us if we can just channel it in the right ways, you know? Yeah. 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 So yeah. it was my energy, you know, and, and then that energy will, 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 um, when you channel in, in a good, in a positive, good way, it heightens you to a new level, and then a new level again, and then something else will click, and something else. So it's like in your weakest hours, or when when something happens, you don't talk yourself out of greatness, or you don't talk, mm. you know, because you've kind of went, you know, been through it, and you've yeah, you've dealt with the dealt with the stuff. So I think yeah, from all them kind of stuff, we can learn, we can learn from from everything, and that's the, yeah, that's yeah. the exciting thing, yeah. That oh, was perfect. a very long question. That was a very long answer to the question. <laughs> I don't even. I should have given a one-line answer. I can't even put it into. Yeah. <laughs> grand. I'll try and clip it up or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, okay. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Uh, this was episode two. Uh, for everybody watching, so guys, let us know what you think of it. And um, before we finish up, Kate, um, where like what's well, like what's currently going on in your life, and like where can everybody kind of find you? For me, uh, currently, it's like, again, a step back from the world, and it's lovely. I'm loving it, not spending as much time on my phone, not no pressure, no kind of, not as much media stuff for feeling I have to live up to the image, or um, it's just, you know, what's really important. I, I know of some parents were asking me about, like, their kids being um, with schoolwork and all that, I'm like, oh, they'll be fine. The kids will yeah, be fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're all freaking out about, again, you know, putting pressure. Once, again once they're happy once like they I think it's nice because kids are out playing again and it's funny it's nearly getting us back to what we should be a little bit back mm. to our roots instead of this fake world where it's all about consumer consuming things and being um yeah we have to be here now we have to be there now we have to be doing this and da, 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 and we're just like rushing and racing and it's just keeping up with the Jones again so it's lovely we're taking a step back and hopefully people will see oh we're, we're getting to spend time with our families we're getting to maybe talk about stuff we want to talk about before probably argue about it yeah. you know because we're stuck in it but these things need to be talked about maybe or we're trying to build our relationships or work on ourselves i think this is a great time that we can take you know what i mean uh, what we want mm. in life and what we want not what other people want us to be doing or what we think we should be doing um so for me yeah for me at the moment it's actually working on all my little weaknesses all the little things for me a lot of rehab at the moment keeping in contact with my physios yeah. um so i can become as strong as i can to get a good base because for me now I need to get the strongest base and foundation that I can get. So when I do go back train and proper that it's, it's um, I'm ready. My body is ready, but you need the base uh, of work done. So I'm out now doing just miles and it's lovely just out 
for a, a race walking or running every day, but mm. not putting pressure on myself for sessions. You know, I'm just out for an hour and a half, just getting the base in, yeah, yeah, at a yeah. comfy pace. And it's it's lovely to be, you know what I mean? It's kind of brings things back of, oh, wow, this is what it should be. And this is why, yeah, this is why you're, you're doing it, I suppose. And um, yeah, that I know we're all, um, there's some great, you know, what exercise or what our body, like movement, our body was we're designed to move, you know? And again, we all don't know how our bodies, I think it's important people stay in some kind of routine and, you know, get good quality sleep and, you know, eat well and for themselves out of, um, out of kind of respect for themselves, you know, kind of a thing. Mm, out of, yeah, yeah, we all yeah, deserve, yeah. we deserve that, you know, to be our best possible selves and to keep healthy and to, and once we start putting little things in place. So I think this is why it's good for people they can go back to. Yeah, definitely. Perspective on things and, and not worry about, and yeah, because as I said, I was meant to this weekend, the World Cup was meant to be on and I would have been probably getting ready now to go flying out to do mm. World Cup. And in my head, nothing was going to change that. So back in November, December, when I was training really hard, there was like nothing would come in the way of that. It would never be cancelled, you know? Yeah. And now it's like, wow, everything kind of happened so fast. It's like, we never know what's going to happen in life, you know? Mm. You can make all the plans in the world, but at the end of the day, it's the the day-to-day stuff you know so it's kind of yeah it's, it just puts perspective on things and for me it's I would have at the time there was a week when this happened I was like oh my god I can't believe this is happening I've took a year out uh of, of from working from everything to put everything into this you know and it's kind of like you know you could be like the why me and I'm like yeah look what's happening in the world you know it's like mm. you can make it about you or whatever. But for me now, it's like, oh, you know what? Kate, you're lucky now. You've another year to get even stronger, get even better, yeah. sort your head out more, sort your weaknesses out more. And it can only be a benefit to you kind of a thing. So that's just, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yes, that's that's the, for now. And it's it's kind of nice, even though I know there's uncertainty and that can be cause anxiety. But um, yeah, it's just taking it all as it, as it comes. And it, yeah. you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, perfect. And I'm excited okay. to get back again, you know, excited to get back into, into races. Yeah. I do love being competitive in racing, but yeah. So that's... Happy days. No, good stuff. Kate, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks a bit. It was great. Pleasure. Yeah, was absolute great. pleasure. So it was. Perfect. Just hit pause.